Welcome to the DM's Pocket Guide, where we discuss the rules, spells, and monsters of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Okay, so today we're talking about determining ability scores uh, as part of character creation. Yes, this was something that I didn't actually realize there were multiple ways of doing it, because I just used D&D Beyond stuff where it's like, here's your standard array, put them accordingly. And I think that's how you taught me because that's what you knew. And so I didn't know that there were other options until we started playing with different people and they were like, do you want to do standard array or this or this or this? And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, so there's three different ways to go about doing this. The first way that it's in the book uh, is the chaos way. Mm. Uh, It says you generate your character's six ability scores randomly by rolling four six-sided dice and recording the total of the highest three. So roll four, discard the lowest one. and then prevents you from getting, like, truly abysmal characters? Uh, yeah. Technically, I'm... No, (laughs) well, no, actually. This is the most chaotic method of doing it because there is the possibility of you rolling uh, four once and having a character with an ability score of three. That's true. But by, but by having the fourth dice, it is trying to prevent that as much as possible. Yeah, the law of averages should uh, should even you out to something nice and rounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's true the other way as well, that you could end up with a higher score possible for this is an 18, which mm-hmm. is, you know, way, way up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you enjoy chaos, I know this is a good method for, maybe if you don't know what kind of character you want to make, uh, you can roll the dice and have them decide. So if you ended up with a really high strength score and a really high charisma score, well, that's leaning towards a paladin. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's one way to do it. I, I like this. I haven't done this way yet, and I now want to, because it appeals to me in that sense of like biological determination. <laughs> uh, that this way is, well, you're just given these sets of skills what do you make with them mm-hmm. versus what we will talk about next okay well maybe there's a game in our future with with that mm-hmm. um the next one is the standard array so there is a, a set of six figures that you apply to your uh your ability scores it's 15 14 13 12 10 and 8 so that way you guarantee to get a couple of good scores, a couple of bad scores, and a couple of kind of mediocre things. It's mm-hmm. the most even way of of distributing your uh, your ability score points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's much to say about it other than that is very even. Uh, it's more controlled. It's the easiest way to make sure that you have a balanced party or a balanced character at least. Yeah, and well, but party, and party well. too, because yeah. then you're guaranteed that there isn't going to be that one character that's so powerful or so tragic. <laughs> uh, it's true, but I mean, this is even before we apply any sort of uh, racial bonuses to it. So you could still end up with a character that uh, piles everything into uh, into a single. Yes, but then they're still only guaranteed a single really good thing. Like mm. the foundation is the most even. Yeah, no, I agree with that for yeah. sure. Uh, and then the last one is a variant uh, way of addressing ability mm. scores. This is the point by system, and I think this is the one that D and D Beyond steers you towards straight oh. away. Is the is the point by? Oh. Um, the way it's described in the book is a little counterintuitive. Uh, in the 
age of technology when you can just literally click up and down on on a thing. You have 27 points to distribute. Everything starts at, I believe, an eight, and then you uh, you buy up in the different scores. Uh, you're looking at me like I should know, but I literally always just choose standard array when I make a character <laughs> on D&D Beyond. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I've always been funneled into point buy. Oh. Yeah. We'll keep telling you about it. Uh, so with point by, uh, in the book, it's limited to the highest score you can have as a 15. So mm. similar to standard array, it puts that limitation on there. You can't you can't get above that, above that number. Um, it allows for a bit more customization. So if you wanted to be really good in two skills, you could mm. buy them both up to a 15 and then have like two really bad ones. So... Uh, yeah, if you want to create a character that is all about something and has nothing to do with something else, then uh, the this is the way to do it. Mm. So it's still even in that you can't just be like, well, I'm perfect at everything. Um, but you can be much better at more skills so long as you're willing to compromise by being much worse at more skills. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Okay. And where is all of this information? This is all very early in the player's handbook, page 13 of the player's handbook. Page 13. So with this one in particular, I do want to just end by summarizing page 13. There's three different ways to determine your ability scores when you're character creating. There's the chaos method Mm -hmm. where you use four D6s and use the highest of three Mm -hmm. there. And that's the most chaotic. There's the standard array, which those numbers are in the book. Uh, you have to choose those and allot them to different abilities. And then there's the point by system where you have 27 points and you can determine how you want to allot those points to different skills. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, let's make some characters. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. If you have something you'd like us to cover, email it to rawcatreads at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Rawcat Reads.